this episode is brought to you by my free What's Working Guide. If you want to download some tips on what is working right now in 2022 from both myself and other real-life indoor playground owners who are currently working to launch or grow their business, head to michellecaruana.com slash what's working or simply click the link in the show notes or episode description. You'll get the free tips delivered right to your inbox. Download my What's Working Guide right now. If you own or manage an indoor play center or really any business that serves local kids and families, and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips every weekday that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play-based business. All right. So in the previous episode, I shared some tips from Katie, a 10-year Starbucks veteran manager turned play cafe owner. And in this episode, I want to share some tips that I got from the current owners inside of Playmaker Society. So I posted the other day and I said, hey guys, I could use a little help for an upcoming podcast episode can you guys share some cafe tips with me? And a lot of them did. So I'm going to go ahead and read some of their tips for you so that you can get a little bit of insight into what's working right now for play-based businesses that also operate a cafe. So shout out to everyone who contributed. I was only able to use a couple tips. So I'm going to do another episode in the future sharing the rest of them. I know you guys are still like furiously commenting on this post. So I took a couple for this episode, and like I said, I will do a follow-up down the line, sharing some new and updated tips. All right, so the first tip that I wanted to share is from Tiffany from My Play Cafe in Kansas City, Missouri, who you hear a lot about on this podcast. So Tiffany says, you can open with a full-service espresso machine without any experience. There are many local coffee roasting companies that will train you for free if you use their beans. I didn't have any barista experience before opening my play cafe. You can also grow your menu as time goes on. Since opening, I've added boba tea and lotus plant-based energy drinks and hot foods over the span for of two years. So I love this tip from Tiffany. And again, I'm reading this as like a quote. I know it's hard to do this on podcast because I can't like literally quote the words, but just know I'm reading these directly from the owners. So I love this tip from Tiffany because I got to see firsthand how much her cafe has grown because I actually flew and visited her and got to see the behind the scenes process. And I love that she took what was working and just added more of it. And she's one of those owners who is constantly looking for the next thing. She's constantly asking her customers and listening to her customers and seeing what they might like and what they might pay for at her cafe. And that's why she's expanded her menu over the years. So I love that tip. I also had zero experience doing any sort of coffee or espresso related things when we opened. And I did the exact same thing. I reached out to a local coffee roaster and I said, Hey, if we use your beans for our espresso and our coffee, can you train us? And not only did they train us in their cafe before we even had our equipment in so that we could choose the right equipment and set up our counter the right way, all that good stuff. Like I talked about in the previous episode with Katie, 
but they also came to our facility once we had all of our equipment hooked up. They helped us organize everything. They helped us operate the machines and do the espresso shot timing. They were absolutely instrumental. And like I said, it was absolutely free. A lot of companies will charge thousands and thousands of dollars for this type of training, but this is a really great way to have a mutually beneficial situation because again, you're giving them business by providing their, or by using their coffee bean. So I love this tip from Tiffany. All right. The next tip that I wanted to share is from Renee from Mazanmi Play Cafe in Michigan, who's about to open her second location. So congratulations, Renee. Thank you so much for answering my call to action. All right. Renee says, you don't need an extensive menu. 80% of our customers order a latte. I pared down my menu after being open for a few months. We now have fresh brew, latte, mocha, chai, and Americanos as our main drinks, both hot and iced. I also did not have any experience. I didn't even drink coffee before I opened. My sister-in-law's sister worked at Starbucks and taught me how to use my espresso machine. We also offer seasonal items like shaved ice from May through September, those hot weather seasons. Renee also says, make sure to market that you offer a full espresso coffee menu so that people in your area know they can stop in for coffee without having kids. She also says, while building out your cafe, Make sure you start with your food license with the local health department way in advance because most most counties in my area make you have your application in before any renovation or construction begins. And that is so important because so many people that join, and again, I'm talking from my experience now, I'm ending the quote, close quote, but I love this tip from Monet because a lot of people join Playmaker Society or they message me and say, oh, I went and bought that $1,000 espresso machine that's meant for home use to save a little money because it's you know a fourth of the price or whatever. But I promise you, most health departments will not allow you to use these home-based machines in a commercial setting. So you really want to make sure that you ask your health department before purchasing any equipment, before setting up your counter, before your architect final, finalizes plans, before construction begins, anything like that, because you may require an extra sink or a dishwasher or something that you don't necessarily anticipate. So just keep this in mind. Engage the health department first before making any concrete decisions. All right. The next tip I wanted to share is from Betsy from Backyard Play Cafe in North Dakota. Betsy says, figure out your recipes, measurements and all, and how to make drinks with consistency, then practice. You'll garner dedicated and loyal customers if they know they can count on a good cup. And okay, close quote, that is such a good tip because something that a lot of local businesses struggle with, especially if they're not first and foremost, a cafe, especially if a cafe is like secondary to their other revenue streams, a lot of times they will struggle with consistency. And I know for for myself, if I can't count on what the drink is going to taste like, I just won't get it. And I'd rather just stop at Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks on the way home. So I absolutely love this. And creating standard operating procedures and really concrete training documents can help make sure that you're putting this tip into practice. All right, the next tip that I wanted to share is from Tamea from Tumbles Play Cafe in Buffalo, New York, my hometown. Tamea says, display and location of of the display matters and leads to more product sales. So she's currently going through her grand opening right now. So shout out to Tamea. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you. And I can't wait to come visit you on Saturday. 
So right now she has a big cafe cooler right next to her register. And I got to see firsthand how easy it is for somebody as they're checking in or as they're purchasing a coffee or another item to just open the cooler and grab something. If that display was located in a different area of the cafe, people probably wouldn't be so inclined to grab an item and add it to their purchase. They would have to make an entirely another purchase, an entirely other credit card swipe. And I promise you, her sales are definitely reflecting this really smart placement of her cold display. All right, the last tip that I wanted to share is from Tal from Play Factory and Cafe in Virginia. Now, this isn't a direct quote, but I wanted to share something that she did recently that is really working for her. So she recently added the this um, iced like espresso and coffee-based smoothie machine. I don't think it's actually called a smoothie. You'll have to go to her website and see what it's actually called. But essentially the tip that I want to share from Tal and what's really working with her is that she's always looking for the next thing, right? Very similar to Tiffany. She's always looking to add to her menu. And this was really brought about by a lot of her customers and team members suggesting it because it's pretty hot there a lot of the year. And What's great about it is that the concoction in the machine, it's like one of those machines that swirls. Again, you'll have to go look at her social media or her website to see it for yourself because I'm doing a terrible job of explaining it. But she told me when I asked that the product is as good as the shelf life of the milk because it's refrigerated. So not only is she making a really smart decision by continuing to serve her customers, by giving them what they want, but She also made an investment in something that she's really confident will give her a positive return on that investment because something that I used to deal a lot with was shrink. And anytime I wanted to add a new menu item or add a food offering or something like that, the first question that always popped into my mind was how much of this is going to go to waste? So I was so happy to hear that she isn't experiencing a lot of product waste, even though it's a frozen drink, because again, that machine is constantly keeping it fresh and refrigerated. So I really like this new strategy from Tal, and you'll have to go check out her website. All of the websites and information for these owners are linked in the show notes. So your play of the day today is to go check out every single one of these owners and their websites and their menus and do a little bit of research. Now that you have a little bit of behind the scenes and inside information, look at their menu and see if there are any gaps in your current menu or any ways that you can make it a little bit more effective and serve your customers at an even higher level. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I will see you right back here with another play of the day. Don't forget to check out the show notes for links to all of these amazing play-based business websites. Bye guys. 